Faded. Zoom. Woke. Coyote. Cancel culture. Non-binary. Bubble. Covidiot. Digital blackface. Long hauler. Words change. They mutate. Morph. Change tense. Change meaning and new words are created. Old words fall out of usage. Expressions that everyone is using this week may very well fall out of favor in a month. And a paragraph that made perfect sense five years ago might sound really strange now. Journey Writers presents Word of the Month. Original poetry, prose, essays and commentaries written by Journey Writers members exploring our ever-changing language. Journey Writers, Word of the Month, for this month is gay. No boxes needed. Jefferson is like the brother I never had. He moved away after high school. I miss him terribly, but we text almost daily, talk on the phone every weekend, and he comes home for Christmas every year. See, we go way back to elementary school. He sat next to me in the third grade. He was a fascinating kid. He didn't dress like the rest of us. His clothes were always colorful and eccentric. One day he'd have on a brightly colored scarf tied around his neck or a gold earring in one ear. And once he showed up in a pink puffy sleeved blouse that I guessed belonged to his sister. And he didn't play sports either. He liked to hang out with us girls on the playground. And yeah, he got teased a lot. That's so gay, the bullies would say. But I had his back. I took them all on. And I put them in their place with my words, my fists, and my feet. Is Jefferson gay? Well, what difference would that make if he is? He never sat me down to say, Lily, I have something to tell you. I'm gay. And I never felt the need to sit him down and say, Jefferson, I have something to tell you. I'm straight. And I never asked. But think about it. Have you ever come straight out and asked your brother or sister if they were gay? I bet not. And if you love them, their answer wouldn't change a thing. Am I right? And it's the same with love and sex. How comfortable are you asking your siblings about their love lives? Or sharing details about yours with them? I don't try to put Jefferson in a box. And he has never tried to put me in one either. And you can't put either of us in a box by the way we look. I mean, these days Jefferson is hunky model handsome with his fashion choices and perfectly groomed hair. Let me take off my lipstick and earrings and you'd think I was a linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. So for us that whole gay, straight, or somewhere else on the rainbow of human expression conversation wasn't important. And why should it be? Between two people who love each other. And you can't put us in a gay box by our jobs. I mean, he's in New York working on Wall Street as a hedge fund manager. I am a bouncer, and I book and manage drag shows for the Whistle Stop Exchange. I've got one coming up next week. It's a jazz band that calls themselves Gay Life. The musicians, they're flamboyant drag queens, and their drag names all have the word gay in them. There's Gay Coulee. Gay Lana Turner, Sugar Gain, Miss Mindy Gay Rivers, Gay Dunaway, Stormy Gale, and Gaylena Del Rio. 
and you can't put them in a box either because unless I miss my guess, they're not all gay. My gaydar has picked up at least one straight guy and one trans woman. So keep your labels and your boxes out of our lives. Jefferson and I are just two human beings joined at the hip and the heart for life. I'm Beth Gibbs for Journey Writers Word of the Month. In the middle, Uncle Carlton lives smack in between his two sisters, the middle. They all hated each other. I can't tell you how many times I heard he was in the middle because he couldn't decide if he was the top or bottom. Uncle Carlton sat in a velvet purple chair. Little girl, she does not have all day to wait for you while you get your life together. I obeyed. He inclined his head and made a twirling motion, meaning for me to spin so he could get a good look at me. He made cooing noises and then giggled coquettishly with his sparkly hand over his mouth. Sit, sit already. You passed. Fabulous enough to belong to me for sure. As I sat, he raised one deliciously laid eyebrow, blinking mascaraed eyelashes, adjusting his paisley ascot, and rubbed a speck of imaginary dust off his smoking jacket. He was a poor man's Liberace in a palace of women. Cigarette sugar, he said. I handed him his pack. He handed me mine. I loved smoking candy cigarettes and exhaling the small puff of sugar every time he did. Properly labeled, a man far too pretty and conniving to be anything other than a devilish scoundrel and foppish rake. Years later, I would hear Uncle Carlton in the next aisle at Walmart picking up a young man barely in his 20s with success. By then, he'd taken to tying ascots over his cancer-caused tracheostomy throat hole that hadn't slowed down his mischief one bit. Someday, you will be almost as much a heartbreaker as I, he said while bouncing one leg. I remember I spent almost a whole summer trying to teach myself to raise one eyebrow because he did. I couldn't wait to show him. Hmm, he said, impressed with his own influence over me. You look almost as fetching as I doing that. Almost. He'd been wearing tight red velvet pants that day. I smiled while I drank apple juice from a heavy crystal goblet and he drank wine. We grazed our glasses and toasted the fact that our lives were fabulous and the world was lucky we were in it. I believed it. The world was truly magical and I was overcome with sparkly, gay, gleeful joy to be in this delicious home with my middle of the top and bottom. Gay Uncle Carlton indeed. Loving Gay, a Grandmother's Love. Gay, of a person, homosexual, use especially of a man. Gay, lighthearted and carefree. Gay, foolish, stupid or unimpressive. My grandson, Terrell, did not wake up one day and thought his gayness meant he couldn't be lighthearted and carefree. When he and his partner, Lauren, walked down the street or act foolish, stupid, or unimpressive, when he and Lauren share those moments when they just don't give a damn from the stares they receive, when they walk hand in hand, loving and happy, is who my grandson is, loving and happy in the body of a man, a man of a creator made. 
living his life like it's golden, fabulous, unapologetic, and excuse-free. My grandson, Terrell, is who he is meant to be. He embraced his gayness, and so do we. His journey is our journey as we walk the path of a judgment-free zone. I won't disown my grandson, Terrell, or be part of a society that persecutes him. For choosing to love whom he has chosen, I refuse to hide behind my religious belief to justify the hatred of others who don't agree. The day is here when love has no boundaries, for love is in the Creator, the Maker of all men. I see it in my grandson. I see it throughout the land. I'm Barbara Stevens for Journey Writers Word of the Month. We hope you have enjoyed Word of the Month presented by Journey Writers Incorporated. Our organization provides a safe, supportive space for writers and those who want to become writers to share their work and receive constructive feedback. For more information about Journey Writers, our twice-monthly workshops, and how you can participate in the Word of the Month, please visit our website at journeywriters.org. We'd love to hear from you. Word of the Month is made possible through a generous grant from the Betty Knox Foundation.